Hello and welcome to the Blooded Battlers Guild. I think it's episode five. I think so anyway. <laughs> it's it's episode episode something something. Definitely uh, episode something something majiggy um hello and welcome back if you've never listened to us before we just talk about whatever we want we decide probably the day before um i'm gonna tell you some breaking news and you're gonna love this you might have seen it on the old social media but um we've talked about james bond and who could potentially play james bond in the last couple of episodes haven't we oh don't tell me they've revealed who it's gonna be so well they haven't revealed but there's rumours, um, and usually when these rumours happen, they are often true, because it's sort of being reported by quite a lot of people. Um, none other than a Mr. Aaron Taylor-Johnson has oh. been to, I think, whoever owns it, and to have talks to become the new James Bond, apparently. Is that who I'm thinking of? I need to check it's who I'm thinking kick-ass. of. It's Kick-Ass. Uh, that is exactly who I'm thinking of. Yeah, um, it's Kick-Ass. Yeah. And he was also in Angus Fong's and Perfect Snogging, wasn't he? He was, and most recently in an absolute banger of a film. If you haven't watched it, Jamie, and people listening, if you haven't watched it, Bullet Train. I keep meaning to watch that. I keep seeing it and think it looks really good. It's um, so good. It's one of the like, the soundtrack's amazing. It's like um Japanese covers of the Bee Gees. <laughs> It's, it's honestly, it's it's incredible. It's like all of the um, the fight scenes are like choreographed so perfectly, and it's all encapsulated on this one bullet train. It's so good, and Brad Pitt's amazing in it as well. And so is Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's brilliant. I can't believe I'd never. I could see a picture of him now, and I could think that's the guy from Kickass, and I could think that's the guy from Angus Fong's and Perfect Snogging. But I never put the two of them together as being the same person. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I always forget that he's in Angus Fong's and Perfect Snogging. Um, uh, also, he's in the, you know, Craven the Hunter, the Spider-Man yes, villain. Yes, Spider-Man villain, yes. Yeah, so he's playing Craven the Hunter in Sony's Craven film. Oh, that would be interesting to see. Yeah, there's, there's some weird set photos of him running down the street with his big, like, rubber feet on. I mean, he looks the the part, doesn't he, for James Bond? Like, he, he yeah. could play it. He's got that kind of, like, suave look whilst also being a bit a, a bit macho, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a little bit edgy. Yeah, a little bit rough, but also polished at the same time. Yeah, he's like a, um, a slimy turd that's got specks of gold in it. <laughs> that's not... He's not... He's not... He's a good actor, actually. He's very good, um, especially in Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass 2 is not great, but Kick-Ass 1, what a bloody good film. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with that. I think that's a good casting if, if they do go down that route. Yeah, it, it honestly, it, it definitely is. Um, just just to, just to say, I messaged you about it the other day. Um, everyone who listened to the God of War <laughs> review episode, thank you. <laughs> because yes. quite a lot of views on that episode. So if you're tuning back in, welcome back. And thank you for stopping by. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. yeah. Thank you <laughs> it was it was much. quite good to see when when you get numbers because you, you we do this having a chat. We know we've got a few regular listeners, and it's more than anything just good fun to just sit and have a chat, whether whether it gets listened to or not. But to know that people are actually finding it entertaining to hear us babble on about babbling and babblers guild thingy majiggies. <laughs> uh, that's why we called the babblers guild to so just babble. Babble on. <laughs> It's 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 quite nice to see. So thank it you everyone nice for listening see, and and. Um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks everyone. I can't talk to them. Neither, neither can I. Um, how was your Christmas? Uh, about seven. Wow. Yeah. Out of seven or <laughs> maybe six. 
Ooh, seven out of six. That's bloody good. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, no, Christmas was good. Um, tiring. There was a lot of um, a lot of travelling backwards and forwards because we're we're kind of in the middle between our two families, me and my partner. So we're down south to see mine, we go up north to see hers. Um, and it's not really until usually about like the twenty eighth or the 29th of December that we get to settle down. Yeah. Um, so we finally settled down. And then people are like, oh, do you want to go out for New Year's Eve? And we thought, do you know what? Late 20s, been about a lot the last few days. We're going to sit in nice. and just, just be inside. That's to, great. That's it was perfect. it was nice. I played a few video games with some friends. I had a few beers. I had a nice. shot at midnight and went back on some games again. And I That's... really enjoyed it. It's the first time I've done nothing that mundane on New Year's Eve. And I really enjoyed it. That is... A perfect day. I'm not even joking. Like I love just sitting around on New Year's and just sort of chilling out. It's like it is genuinely the best thing. Yeah, I just spent a lot of time playing a Goat Simulator three because I I got that for Christmas and um, platinumed it in 16 hours of playtime. <laughs> so that game, which is, is mental, done. you're obsessed. Um, I just it's what the thing is with Goat Simulator. It's one of those things that to get the most out of it, you kind of just have to just go for the trophies, and yeah, you do, uh, the, the first game there was no sort of objective or anything, you would just randomly discover things if you were lucky, but if you went through the trophies, that's how you'd find the sort of the missions. Exactly, uh, yeah. This one is, oh, I won't spoil much because I know that you're going to play it, I'm going to get that yeah. shipped off to you tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but you actually get like a menu system now where if you go into an area where there's like a mission that you can do, it will it will track it for you, and you have instincts which are like challenges, like um, do a muck twisty. I won't tell you what that involves. Don't, well, please don't tell me what muck twisty. <laughs> um, or or you know do do a triple jump or something. Or there's loads of little instincts that you can do and challenges that it tracks them. So it's a massive open world. It's really fun to explore. They've really done well to develop that since the last one. But because it kind of gives you things to do, you just kind of work your way through them, and then you've basically got the platinum when you've done that. Um, and then you, and then you can just go around and pretend to be a goat, um, and just headbutt That's people right. and jump into things, and all the little secrets and all that the pop culture references and all the jokes you discover through doing the challenges and the trophies. So, because it's one of those games that's just so hilarious, you just keep going and going and going, and it's just so funny. Um, but I've played that; I've, those sixteen hours were almost non-stop of playing it. Um, so I, I need a bit of a break. So I'm going to send that your way to play. And then after that, I might just go and do some sandboxy things. But I feel like I've discovered everything on there. I've done every little thing there is to do. It's hundred percented. But yeah, that's that's been my Christmas. Um, sitting in and being a goat. What about you? <laughs> my, my, mine's been ex- pretty much exactly the same. I'm in the same position. Like, um, girlfriend's family down south. So I went down there. Then we and well, we went spent Christmas with my mum and stepdad, and then went down to as for the sort of like for a week afterwards and we went on like a load of walks spent time with the dog it was a nice time ate loads of food um lots of cheese lots of stilton in fact uh, yeah exactly my uh, dad's actually from stilton well i say from yes! he lives in stilton he's not from there but that's where he lives this. so they is where they i'm pretty sure it's not just called stilton i'm pretty sure it is where stilton is from. I imagine it would be from uh, there if it's called so, uh, Yeah, it's a little little village outside Peterborough. Um, it's not actually that big to say there's a cheese named after it. Um, uh, yeah, Dilton, love it. Camembert on there as well for you? Camembert, um, I, did a, I, don't, I don't know if I did have camembert. I had some brie. I didn't have any camembert, no. Can confirm no camembert this year. I usually oh, no. do, though. I know, I do like a bit of camembert. But no, it was a... 
It was a great Christmas. I feel relaxed. Started back at school today teaching. Um, kids were only in from like 10.45 and it was just sort of like an introductory, introductory lesson back. So not too much, but I could definitely feel in my throat that I hadn't taught for a, for two weeks. <laughs> just a bit, like, bit, little bit tiring, a little bit of a tickle. Mm, a little bit hoarse. That's what it definitely was. <laughs> now, um, obviously we do have a main topic for this, for this, um, for this pod and... Well, I, I said to Jamie, should we do like top five films, top five games that are coming out this year or whatever? Now, I went through the list of films and I couldn't decide on five, so I got ten. Um, so I'm not going to go through them all in detail. I'm just going to say how excited I am for them. The number that they're at is the number that I'm excited, excited for them. So... Um, and then you've got a few games that are coming Just out. Just a few. Year, to talk about, we, yeah. said, we said five, but I thought, well, there's a few coming out soon that I've paid attention to. I could talk about others, but I probably haven't read much on them yet because they're a bit further off. But there's a few out in the next sort of couple of months. Um, that, that we'll touch on as well but you know we just we just kind of ad-libbing these days aren't we with these podcasts and just we're ad-libbing it's going where it goes so we'll we'll have a little chit-chat about them and see what happens there we definitely will now we're gonna get on to it these are um, so these are my personal at the moment don't know if any more films are gonna be announced but my top 10 most anticipated films of 2023 we're in the future we're actually in the we future are. right now the future is now, old man. The future is now, old man. I do feel like when it gets to 2025, that seems like a year where that's the future. Well, Black Ops 2 was set in 2025, wasn't it? it Call of Duty mad, Black Ops it? 2. And they had all these like futuristic guns and people were, like flying about with... Well, they had like drones, didn't they? Drones that had four propellers on them. Yes, and we were like, they they're not going to have them in 2025 and... Drones are everywhere now. <laughs> drones, but you see them flying around the sky everywhere, like people everywhere. Use them for different jobs, and they everything. look oh, like the drones in Black Ops Two. Um, yeah, that was like futuristic, and now it's going to be the present. It's... It is going to be the present. Oof. That is a, was that a Christmas joke, or was it just no, no, no? I'm, no. Not, I'm not. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. We could have been a Christmas joke, but it's not Christmas anymore. Would have been an absolute cracker. <laughs> oh, he's bloody ah, back. Ah, ah. <laughs> he's bloody back right we're gonna get into it number 10 um is a film called cocaine bear i've heard of that is it a parody no it's a true story oh no cocaine bear is the there's the meme isn't there yes is it about that is well, it based loosely off the meme well, no, apparently. So what happened is, is um, it's a true story. It's somewhere in America, I think. And this bear found a bag of cocaine and had it all. And then sort of like went on this terrorizing thing and killed a load of people. Cool. Um, and it's a horror film. <laughs> it's just called Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I was going to say, um, is it like a spoof horror film, though? Like one of those sort of know. jokey ones, like Rubber and Sharknado? No, it looks serious. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I just threw that on there because more than anything, I'm curious. Because that was one of, one of the old school, like, millennial memes that Gen Z, if you're listening, you, you seem to think just aren't funny. When you used to have, like, Confession Bear and uh, Bad Luck <laughs> Brian, there was Cocaine Bear as well. When it just had its, like, nose just covered in snow and it was just really angry and they'd put funny text over it. I, mean, I didn't know I'm if it was assu- based on that. I'm assuming there's going to be a reference to it, but somewhere be. in there. Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be a it's a true story and it's a horror film. So, 
that's all that stuff. Um, anyway, number nine, because I love these films. I've always loved them. Um, I know they're not great, but they're just proper popcorn. Sit down and have a watch of them. It's the new Transformers film. It's Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Oh. I watched and... the first two and then just gave up because the, the lead actor wasn't famous anymore. Oh, yeah, he wasn't. I mean, I've watched them all, but I just love Transformers. I find it great. Um, but this Rise of the Beasts, um, it's got the main guy from In the Heights, if you've watched In the Heights. Um, I've not forgot, seen it. Yeah, I forgot what he's called, but he's a really good actor. He's the new main guy in it, but it's called Rise of the Beasts cause, because it's about the like the Transformers who are who turn into animals, basically. Okay, uh, interesting. Yeah, so, so the, the main one's called Optimus Primal. Um, oh. Yeah, and he turns he turns into a big gorilla. Oh, so, and that's what it's about, and it looks great. And like Optimus Prime's in there, but they've sort of got more of a design from like the original animated series, which is really nice to see. A bit more classic, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be yeah, it will yeah. be cool. I want to see through. some. Yeah, I've not seen them since um, Shia LaBeouf, who is not famous anymore. Uh, not. Was... <laughs> what was that about when he had that? Because it was play... he got done for plagiarism or something, didn't I he? Think he just... I think he's just had a bit of a mental. Yeah, break, well, he... there was a couple. Of... There were a couple of short films that he put out, I think, that were or short novels that were completely plagiarized, and he apologized for it, and then got caught doing it again. Um, and then he went to, a... I think it was like a red carpet for something with a paper bag over his head that said, yes, "I am not I famous that. anymore." And What's then he did guy? the just do it commercial, yes. and then he did um, the Elastic Heart video for Sia. He did with um, Maddie Ziegler, wasn't it? And he seemed to sort of recover yes. after that. Yeah, he was in a film. Um, oh, I forgot what it was. I forgot what it's called. But anyway, he plays this guy who ends up going on this big trip across America with this guy who's got Down syndrome. Um, and it's great. It's like such a good film. They like they form this really, really nice, like close knit friendship along the way, and it's it's a really nice film. I forgot what it's called. I'll try and find out. But it's a great. Oh, the Peanut Butter Falcon. That's yeah. what it's called. Really good film. If you haven't watched it, because yeah, he had a, a few years off, didn't he? Because I think he was in Fury. Oh, that's just before everything kind of kicked off. Um, yes, yeah. Or he'd yeah, filmed and he... it, and then it started, and then he wasn't really in anything until probably then, um, until the Peanut Butter Falcon, I'd imagine. Yeah, and then he was in a film called Honey Boy as well. I don't really know what that's about. Yeah, but we're we're, we're seeing a bit more of him now. I mean, I really liked him in... Um, I don't know if you've watched it. There's a film called Disturbia. No, but it's, I've, it's on it's on my big list of films to watch. It's one of those kind of like rubbish films that are all so good. It, you used to put it on BBC Three <laughs> back in like um, the 10s. The they used to put it on BBC Three when they'd have films on at like 9 o'clock. Um, I do and I actually really enjoyed it. Like he was on house arrest and was like he had nothing to do but like watch his neighbours. And noticed one of the guys was a bit shady and was kidnapping people. It was it was really good. Oh right, well I'm gonna I'm definitely I didn't know it was about that. I'm gonna watch yeah. that. Um, fun fact about Shia LaBeouf: he was meant to be the part that Harry Styles played in Don't Worry Darling. Oh. And then did they? Oh, oh I, I remember there were creative differences, weren't there, or something? Something like that. But when we went to watch it, like, like um, don't worry, darling, was fine. Like it wasn't like this outstanding film. Like it was okay. But throughout it all, I couldn't help thinking that if Shia LaBeouf was in it as Harry Styles' character, it would have been way better. Well, I heard people say that Harry Styles' acting just was terrible in that film. 
definitely not a trained actor. He doesn't go anywhere. Like, he doesn't build up anger. There's a bit where he's shouting and he's sort of very calm and he goes suddenly angry and he has nowhere to go. And he can't go down because he won't seem angry anymore. And he can't go up anymore because he's at the height of his anger. So it's it's not like a nice sizzle and then a bang. It's a, it's a full fireworks display immediately. Which Spoken yeah, like a, two, a true true drama teacher there you go honestly that's that is generally how i'd say things in, in, a, in a class to try and get it across <laughs> to people anyway yeah. uh number eight is a film that sorry i am just um deleting these as i'm going number eight is a film that has been delayed and i it might not actually come out at all who knows um it's the flash is this the one that features ezra miller it is the one that features because Ezra they are in a lot apology. of trouble. Aren't well, they? he's done an apology now, um, and I think Warner Brothers said if you don't apologise and stop being weird, then we're going to have to fire you. Now, this film is fully filmed. It's fully done. It's got Michael Keaton as Batman in it, and it's it's probably going to be amazing. The film is probably going to be absolutely brilliant, but it's just unfortunate that what Ezra Miller did and everything it sort of tainted the film. But I. I just absolutely gush over Michael Keaton as Batman. He's my favourite Batman, hands down. I absolutely love him. Yeah. I love the <laughs> Tim Burton films. They're brilliant. And if he's back as Batman, I want to see it. Yeah, I would definitely want to see that. It's just whether I can support something that I think... I need to find out. I need to read in more details with what they've done. Uh, but I think yeah. if, if it comes out that they've not done that much bad stuff, then maybe I will watch a film that they're in i don't know yeah they they did a few dodgy things but i think now they've apologized it's it it's all good i don't think it's all good what they did but the relationship with the studio at warner brothers i think that's back back to normal now but they can't it's not like they can't recast him after it like and just reboot it but i think because they spent so much film so much film so much money on the film they can't sort of go back and say we're not we're not going to release it now so anyway that's number nine i did it with batgirl (laughs) yeah i know but also batgirl michael keaton as batman was in that as well so Uh, missed out on that one didn't we we did (laughs) um what number am i on seven number seven number seven is a film which you probably didn't expect to be on this list it's barbie no i actually really want to see that because it's um margot robbie and shooter gatler isn't it as barbie and ken it is, yes. I'm sure it is. Um, yes. Margot Robbie is obviously fantastic in anything she's in. Um, and Shooty Gatwa was incredible in sex education. Um, I'll admit that's the only thing I've really seen him in, other than the short three-second teaser that we've had of him as the Doctor. Because um, he's obviously going to be Doctor Who, isn't he? He is going to be Doctor uh, Who, hey. But I actually think that <laughs> I kind of want to go see that movie. I don't know anything about it, other than short little clips and promo pics that I've seen. But... I think that could actually be quite a good watch. Yeah, it just—I think it just looks great. It looks very colourful. I'm just interested to see what they do with the whole "let's turn Barbie into a movie." Mm, yes, yeah. because I know Shooty Gat was playing one of the Kens, and then Ryan Gosling's playing the other one. Oh, I didn't realise that there were multiple Kens. I thought it yeah, was just so him. It's, it's like all the different Ken dolls. And of course, stuff, they've got so. Ryan Gosling playing Ken. Yeah, but the tra- the trailer looks great. There's like sort of like loads of references to loads of different films. There's like a shot that looks exactly like something in 2001: A Space Odyssey. So it's sort of uh-huh. interesting what they're going for. I don't think they're going for like a really kiddie film. I wonder if they're going to go for like an adult sort of like again spoofy kind of film like that's a bit. I don't. 
a bit funny. No, it might. You know what? I feel like it might be quite light-hearted at points. Yeah, but then I feel like it might be quite serious. I've got a feeling it's going to be like an adult, a dark adult humor kind of, not dark, but um, I said dark, but but a sort of bright, humorous, naughty film. I think. Oh, a naughty film! Naughty, 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 naughty. Good God! Um, But anyway, that is number. What number was it? Uh, That was seven, wasn't it? Number seven. Let's stick with seven. That was number seven. The next one. I'm going to scrap the numbers because I forgot which one I'm on. <laughs> the next one is, of course, Mario. <laughs> oh, it's um, Chris Pratt, isn't it? Yeah, Chris Pratt. Here we go. I'm doing a non-Italian accent, which is weird. I don't know why they didn't just get the guy, the guy who does the voice to do Mario. I can't think of his name. Um, I can't, but they should have just got him to do it. They should have done because I think he, when... Mario in the games, though, doesn't really have any lines. He just makes noises. Like, yeah, he's sort of like... uh, and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, you need someone who can actually talk. But yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think back to the trailer, um, the actual voice of Mario. Have they gone, like, Italian with it? Or have they gone, no, like, New well, York Italian? It's it's sort of like just Chris Pratt's normal voice. But then when he does, like, he's like, Mushroom my kingdom, here we come. He says that at the end. It's he puts very on like slightly, a... very slightly Italian. Yeah, it's like he's tried to do a little bit, but not too much. But I think it would have been, it would have just been fine if he'd have just gone all the way and just done a Mario accent. Yeah, I because I was kind of worried that he was going to kind of try and do a like, hey, I'm walking here, kind of like Italian, <laughs> um, like New York style. Um, but I like the look of the trailer. It looks really colourful. There's a lot of references to the games, isn't there? Like there's a bit where they're driving on Rainbow Road and yes. they've got a Smash Brothers reference on there. Um, so I would probably watch that. I think that'll be quite funny. I think that'll be one of those films that you can just sit back and just not have to pay much attention to and just yeah. pretty colours. <laughs> yeah, Mario. And, and Illumination are making it and obviously they're uh, of, despicable, uh, despicable me. me. Yeah. So it's probably going to be pretty pretty damn good. And I'm just very excited to see Luigi. Luigi is probably my favourite video game right. character You like ever. Luigi's I Mansion, love, don't you? love Luigi. And Charlie Day um, of... Oh, it's always Sonny in Philadelphia is yes. voicing him, so I'm hyped for that because that's such a good casting of just is, is Charlie Black Day. In it? Uh, yes, Jack Black's playing Bowser. Bowser, oh, that's pretty cool. And I think Anna Taylor Joy is voicing Princess Peach, if I'm not mistaken. She's she's a good actress. She is very she's very, very good. good in Peaky um, Blinders and Queen's Gambit. She's very honestly. I think every, she's really good in the menu. Very, very good in that film. I think she's very. I think she's weird because she's sort of like an underrated actor, but she's in everything. Yeah, I think she's quite versatile. Yeah, she is very versatile. Very, yeah. very good. Now, the next one on this list is the one and only Wonka. Oh, the Timothy Chalamet. We, we were yeah. talking about this, weren't we, when we were in London? Yeah, we were. Um, I'm so excited for it, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> you're saying it was almost like a prequel to what we've seen before, but obviously yeah. they're setting up their own universe. Yeah, because he's um, a young Wonka. He's still got the top hat, but he's sort of trying, I assume, from everything that I've read and looked at about it, he's going off to Lumpaland to find the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, because he wants to develop his recipe and get his workers. It's It's all about the journey to how he has the chocolate factory, isn't it? Exactly, and it's I think it's such a good move for Timothy Chalamet to play that character as well because I mean he looks like Willy Wonka. <laughs> he does. He has the jaw structure for it. 
Um, it would either have to be him or the person who plays Nancy, I've forgotten her name, in Stranger Things, because they look like brother and sister. Oh, they um, do, don't they? It's it, really The weird. exact same face shape and jaw structure. Um, so I think he'll be really good in that role. I'm really excited to see that. Um, but you, were you saying that the, the rights of it got sold to someone so that they they were going to set it up to be like a film series, but now they can't because... Yeah, I think, from, what, from my knowledge, I think that... The original plan for it was to it to be like a Wonka trilogy or something. Not sure if that's still in the pipeline. It might do, might be if it makes a load of money, which is most likely that it will do. And the rights to all the Roald Dahl stuff is actually pretty sure been sold to Netflix because Netflix are currently producing an animated series of every single one of the sort of like main catalogue of children's books that he did and i think that was really what uh, yeah i think charlie and the chocolate factory the animated one i think it's going to be directed by taika watiti as well okay yeah that'd be interesting yeah so that'd be quite a nice thing but i love roald dahl i love um any all of his work i think his children's books are fantastic like i read it's weird like in the, like i think it's about two years ago i read james and the giant peach and my i was like favorite. this is great I was like, this is great it's, it's like the, genuinely good my favorite roald dahl book i like that and george's marvelous medicine Oh, George's Marvelous Medicine's great. And the underrated Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Yeah, which they never got around to making a film for. Um, No, they didn't, unfortunately. But, you know, when in Rome, do the same or do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, uh, my next one is... You know what? These last four, I could probably roll them all into one to say how excited I am for them all. The first one is Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, boy. Like, I cannot wait for Across the Spider-Verse. It's going to be so good. In the trailer, there's the PS1 Spider-Man, and that is all I want. I want him to have a voice line. I want him to be there with his janky animations and doing the weird web gloves and everything. It's going to be incredible. For, For an animated film that is shot in about 10 frames a second, the first... Um, I've forgotten what it's called. Into the Spider Verse. Um, Spider. What's it called? Yeah, Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse has no business being that. I thought oh, I'll watch it, but it's going to be like Spider Man for the younger. It was incredible. It's amazing. It's the animation so good. is brilliant. Because yeah, I thought, oh, but it's really choppy animation. But actually, it's really, really cool. It, it works really well. The story is fantastic, and it's fun. It's really fun, it and it just fun. takes everything Spider Man all the different Spider-Mans, everything to do with it, and just chucks it all in there and goes, let's do something with it. And they make it work. Um, so I'm hoping they don't flop doing a sequel. I'm hoping it's not sort of like a, a one-trick pony. Um, I don't think it will be, but fingers crossed. Well, it's it's um, part one. Did you know that? Oh, they're going to do a two parts to this one. Yeah, they're making the part two right now. Um, well, so they yes, must have a lot of faith into... in it. Yeah, it's Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, and then Part 2, I think, is either coming out next year or the year after, so wow. watch out. It's coming to your screen soon, but I'm very excited for that. Anything Spider-Man, and I'm there. Yeah, very excited. Um, so that's that one. The next one, like I said, these four are pretty much all the same. The next one is the new Indiana Jones, um, and the Dial of Destiny, it's called. That's what it's called. I'm very excited. I love Indiana Jones. I remember growing up and watching the films. And this one, I don't know, it, just, it seems like after the last one, which I still, I don't think it's a bad film. I just think it's really not as good as the other ones. Yeah, it was a bit cheesy, even compared to the other ones. 
Yeah, it was very, very, very cheesy. But this one looks really good. I'm I'm under the theory that it's it's going to be about going to Atlantis because there's a lot of sort of like Greek statue imagery there. There's a lot of stuff to do with underwater stuff. And it's sort of all pointing towards something to do with a city somewhere. And it's always something mythological and or yeah. something. So I'm pretty sure they're going to go to Atlantis. I hope so because I love Atlantis and anything Atlantis related. I just think it's really interesting. Uh, I'd love to think that Atlantis did actually exist as well. Um, And it's somewhere under the ocean and we'll never find it. But who knows? Um, That would be a really cool, really cool story to follow. It would be really cool. And seeing little, um, like nearly, or whatever, 82-year-olds, Indiana Jones, (laughs) (laughs) whipping He's getting on, Harrison Ford. He is getting on. But you know what? He's still a bloody good actor. And he should keep making films forever because he's brilliant. (laughs) He should, even if he's not a very nice person. (laughs) <laughs> Even if he's not a very nice person. But who knows? If we met him in person, we might love him. Who knows? No, I mean, it, it, he, just, just suppose, a lot of fans who meet him say he just hates them. He's like, get away from me. Yeah, because he doesn't want to it. Me. He's just, he's just which, like, give me my money and yeah, let me live my life. Which, to be fair, you kind of have to admire in a way, don't you? Like, I don't do this because I care about you. I do it because I care about myself and it's the best way to make a lot of money. I hate Star Wars. I hate that I'm in it, but they pay me a lot, so why not? Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if he's come round to liking Star Wars now. Like, surely there's something in him must go. Yeah, it's all right that. I think I would if I look back when it's massive. I play this like the coolest guy, one of the cool, well, one of the coolest guys in the original trilogy. Everyone loves me. Maybe it's all right. I don't know. Yeah. It's Harrison Ford though. It is Harrison Ford. Who knows? Um, anyway, next one is I'm actually looking at the last two on the list and I don't know which one to say. But actually, I'm going to leave the next one till the end because I want to talk about it a bit more. The this the next one that I'm very, very excited for is Dune Part 2. I've not watched the first one, but it's, oh, it it's is so Timothy Chalamet as well, isn't it? In it that is. One. It's little Timmy. Um, and wasn't Zendaya supposed like, in all the promo, it was all like Zendaya's in it, but when wasn't she only in it for like, her her role wasn't really important. Yeah, she's not in it much, but she's like a main character in the next one because it's sort of it was it's part it's half of the first book, basically it ends halfway through the first book. Um, if you haven't watched Dune, I know you haven't, but it's basically about this uh, family called House of Trades who get this sort of like contract to go and govern this planet and be there, be like the wardens of the planet and mine spice. So you know, in Star Wars, there's spice. Yes, that's stolen. Yeah, it's stolen from Dune. I remember you <laughs> saying that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, stolen from Dune. So basically, they mine this spice and sell it to all these people. Sell it to like the Emperor, who's like the Emperor of the Universe. And um, but it's basically uh, no. I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil it for you. Anyway, a load of stuff happens, and then all this big city gets blown up mm. and. The main character, who's got the most sci-fi name in the world, Paul. <laughs> That's what he's called. Paul, Paul Atreides. Oh, dear. It's great. He, Timothy Charlemagne, ends up running away, and it's his story about escaping and surviving and then trying to get back and basically killing all the bad guys. But it's great. It's re- Honestly, the, it's one of the most beautiful, stunning films ever. I went to see it, I think, three times. It's so good to watch in a cinema. Like, watching it at home is fine, but if you ever get a chance to see it in a cinema, go and watch Dune in the cinema. It's it's brilliant. Great, great it, it, film. It, yeah. Very excited for part two. There we go. And what, what was the uh, number one? This is number one, but like I said, all the last four have basically been number one. And it's a film, don't know if you'll have heard of it, called Rebel Moon. I've not heard of it. 
Now, Rebel Moon, now this is interesting, and as soon as I say this, I really hope that you're as excited as I am for it. Now, it is going to be on Netflix. However, this film is directed by Zack Snyder, and it's his original film that he went to Lucasfilm for and went, Oi, I've wrote you a Star Wars film, and this is what oh. I want to do. And he's just making it. Rebel Moon. It's called Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but he's just gone. Yeah, I'm just gonna make it. Amazing, brilliant. It's so it's basically Zack Snyder's Star Wars, and I'm so uh, yeah, I'm actually really it. excited for that now. Oh, it's gonna be so good. It's just gonna be like big, massive people punching each other in the <laughs> face in slow motion for three hours. It's gonna be that so sounds good. really good. Yeah, I'm like very excited. There's not a lot of stuff come out about it as well. There's like there's like three screenshots and it doesn't really show anything. There's no trailer, but it's coming out this year. Um, I think a little bit later on in the year. So I'm very excited to see it though. Like anything's like, like people like shit on Zack Snyder, Schneider, Schneider, Zack Snyder for um for not being a good director. But I think he's like he's brilliant. Like he has a vision, and no matter what, he sticks to it. He's like, this is what I want my film to look like. It needs to look like this. This is how it's going to go. And it, I think that's something to sort of applaud, really. Yeah, definitely. Like, just deciding, I've got a vision for this. I'm going to go with it. Yeah, and that's the but main thing. Like, you've got to love that. It, you do got to love it. And I don't care what people say. I think Batman versus Superman is fine. Yeah. It's great. It's a great film. And... His version of Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, like the four-hour version, is like, it's such a good film. I remember watching it and just being like, this this is like a superhero film. This is everything that I want. It's like, it's, I don't know why, but like at the moment, I've like really gone off like things that are like funny. <laughs> if something's like grim and gritty, I'm like, I'm there. Yeah. And I want it. I'm like, I want it to be like nasty. I want them to be raw. like <laughs> Yeah, raw, like angry people punching each other in the face. I don't want superheroes quipping all the time. I want them like making oh God, fart um, jokes. Yeah, and stuff like that. Which is why I like the boys and I like Invincible. Invincible series two comes out this year. Have you ever watched Invincible? Nope. Jamie, you need to go and watch Invincible. It's like one of the best animated series I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. Oh, I think anyway, I know what it is. It's, it's great. got the go guy who looks a bit like J. Jonah Jameson in it. Yes, it's it's honestly, it's brilliant. Like, it's some of the best fighting in anything I've ever seen. Anyway, that's my final thing. Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder, Netflix, his version of Star Wars. Give me it right now, please. Yeah, because uh, I, I was just reading into it, and apparently he start, it started production as a Star Wars film after the prequels had ended. And before the sale to Disney, and he was planning it to be like a more mature take on the Star Wars universe, is what it's saying, like a, a more a more raw Star Wars film, one that's a bit more serious and dark, um, a bit more gritty. So hopefully that'll be quite good to watch. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine it's going to be just all Zack Snyder all the time, and that's that's all that's all I want in my life. Yeah, amazing. There we go. No, Those films. Sound amazing. Um, I'm actually really excited for some of those. <laughs> really excited. Um, so yeah, let's see what 2023 has in store for us in the movie realm. Oh, it's going to be great. Now, Jamie, what, what bloody films have you been looking at? Films? Games? That's what I mean. Yeah, Sorry. We, it's all right. We've got films on the mind. We don't stop talking about the them. Brain. We don't stop talking about films. Um, 
I'm going to mention three, and I'm going to try and do them in the order that they come out if I've got this correct. Now, I believe this is coming out on the 30th of January. It's a little right. something called SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. Yes. <laughs> uh, so this is actually a sequel to Battle of Bikini Bottom, um, which it came is, out on PS2 and then came out as a remaster, although they called it Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Um, that came out as a PS4 game, and it's a sequel to that. So I recently played the. Well, I say recently, it was like last year I played the rehydrated version of Battle for Bikini Bottom, and it was actually really fun. Um, it, it, it again, as we spoke about last week, it's nice to have games that aren't massively overcomplicated sometimes. And it's not. You just have lots of different levels you can go to. It's a bit like a, a 3D platformer with a few enemies in the way that you can take out. There are little things to find, little secrets. And this essentially is because it's been designed for this generation rather than just a report or a remaster of an old gen game. It looks like they're probably going to take it a bit more in depth but also keep that kind of linear structure to it. Um, something that's not as complex, not as RPG based. But from what I've seen, they're adding in lots of customization to it, lots more references. Like there's lots of different costumes like SpongeGar. And yeah, the karate, the and then the, the one where he, on opposite day, when he ties the belt round him and pretend he's Squidward. <laughs> There's quite a few costumes like that. So, um, I ha- I haven't really seen too much about it, other than like who some of the bosses are going to be, um, and and a few shots of gameplay. But the gameplay looks quite similar in terms of how the game is laid out. The last one, um, and if you've not played that, I'd strongly recommend getting it. Alpha Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, really good fun, and then. Yeah, I'll probably get that one when it comes out to see how it is, and hopefully it doesn't flop. I mean, I can't see it doing it because SpongeBob stuff usually sells pretty well, but it does look good. Like the gameplay that I watched looked like it looked identical to the rehydrated version, yes. but then it sort of looked a little bit of better quality. Did you ever get the platinum on that in the end? Because you were playing it, didn't you? Oh, I bloody did. You did. You didn't waste your time getting the forty thousand shiny objects for the cinema. I hope. No, I didn't. Um, as soon as I got the platinum, I uninstalled it. Yep, I was, the, <laughs> I was the same. I found a little glitch to get the shiny objects as well. Well, not not glitch, a little exploit. When I, t- I had to, I think I had to buy some things, and I couldn't be bothered just running around levels. So I found the little farming area that you could get them quick. Um, but yeah, right, so, well, I didn't do that. <laughs> well, there we go. Work smarter, not harder, as they say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that that's one game, and then there is another game, and I want to say this is February the tenth we've probably spoken about at times and it's it's very highly anticipated I'm pretty sure they announced this when they announced the PS5 Hogwarts right. Legacy oh yeah it looks great so I was hoping it was going to be a big like um, there were even people were speculating it was going to be like an MMO when it was first announced but it's not it's entirely single player it's a fully fleshed Harry Potter RPG um, and that's like that's like a lot of people's dream. To yeah. Have that. My only qualm with it is that it's made by a phone game developer. Yeah, it looks really good though. Um, Don't want it to be too good to be true. That's my only no. only thing. From what, it's a shame we can't get my friend Robbie on the podcast because he is obsessed with this and knows everything <laughs> about what's going on with it. He's got it on his tweet deck, I'd imagine. Um, but essentially, with this game it's really detailed in terms of how it works so pretty much everything in the harry potter universe is in there it's set before the events of the harry potter films like a good hundred years before i think um 
and they have things like the sorting hat. They haven't revealed how you get sorted yet, but apparently there's quite an intricate way of you getting sorted into your house. I saw a video earlier that everything you can see in this open world you can travel to. That's so cool. if there are mountains really off in the distance, you can travel to them. So I'm going to assume that it's massive. Everything's in there. The Forbidden Forest. Um, they, I think there's going to be like Diagon Alley in there. There's going to be um, Hogsmeade. All, all those areas that you can go to in the game. In, in the, all those areas that exist in the books and the films will be in the game. I'm, I'm imagining at Hogwarts though, because you can go wherever you can see, you're going to get to a point where it's just infinite ocean around here, just so that you can. You, you, you're able to travel to it um, if you see a mountain, but they've got the, the three forbidden curses, or whatever they are, like the Vada Kedavra, that kind of stuff. It, there's, there's everything. It's really got a lot of detail, and it has a full RPG system to it. So it's the one thing Harry Potter have never really done with their games is have an RPG. They've only really had a game for each film, haven't they? And then mobile games and things, but um, it's... It's looking good from what I've seen so far. I was sceptical, but it, it does sound like there's a whole lot of content in that game. Yeah, it, like everything that I've seen of it looks like there's been a lot of effort put into sort of every inch of it, even like the design and just how like the game works and how it looks. I think it's exciting that you you just get to be a student there and learn the magic and everything. Like, uh, the only thing is, like, have they said about it they're having a story in it, or is it just you running around? No, I think there is a story to it. I think there's a, a full. I think it's like your standard RPG where there's a story, but then you can also just go round and do things. Um, oh, that's good. But I'm gonna get it. I think I need an RPG to get back into because I have just been playing quick and easy games like Goat Simulator that are fantastic. But I'm done in <laughs> 16 hours. I need a game that can last me a couple of months. Um, something I can play in between Call of Duty binge, ses- binge sessions. Bin sessions. Bin sessions, yeah, that's where it belongs. That game's gone to the <laughs> dogs. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 is alright. Um, but that was that was my other game. And, and, and I'm only going to mention one more because, again, I just wanted to look at things in the in the coming months. We've got the 17th of March, I want to say. Jedi Survivor. Yes. It, yeah. Honestly, I can't wait. It's going to be the best thing in the world. I just want to have a lightsaber and smash up some stormtroopers. I hope there's more chopping up people in this one. It looks like there are um, more personalised finishers for different types Good. of enemies from what I've seen. Like They're dismantling them in, in decent ways. I think the combat from what I've seen has got a bit of an overhaul. Um, it's not as simple as just your standard Dark Soulsy kind of combat, like your yeah. parries and your dodges. It, it looks like they've sort of combined it with God of War, if you get what I mean. A little bit, yeah. I think there's more yeah. routes to level up your abilities and your moves. This is obviously set five years after the last game. So Cal is where well, he was. He was knighted as a Jedi at the end of the last one. Spoilers, um, uh, and it's following him now as as a, essentially a, a well trained Jedi um, and his journey. So I'm excited to see what the story is going to be and, and what they're looking into. I know the Grand Inquisitor, um, is it the Grand Inquisitor. That's his name, isn't it? Yes, it is or the, the Grand Inquisitor. Inquisitor. I'm, I'm losing the plot here. The Grand Inquisitor, I think, is going to be one of the main antagonists. He was in the trailer, um, so. There's there's been a few gameplay trailers out, so if you're listening and you're not sure, go and have a look. But if you've not played Jedi Fallen Order, I think it's coming free to PS Plus. Yeah, maybe today, because today would be the day they release the new ones. Oh yes, it is, and I want to go on that again because I want to platinum it, and I'd yes. like to play it again before actually playing the other ones. I have, so I might yeah. actually boot that up. I've platinumed it on the PS4 and the PS5 versions. 
because I had a PS4 version on disc and then they released it on PS5 and you got the free upgrade if you had it on disc for PS4 and it's a separate trophy list so I've platinumed it twice <laughs> but I, I don't want to be making it up but someone said to me that that was the case so if you're on PlayStation go check your PS Plus it might be there incredible game pay for it do all the side missions get get the platinum trophy basically because it forces you to explore every area you go to a world and this isn't really a spoiler but you'll, you'll go to a world and you'll back me up here luke as part of the story you do a bit of mission early on and you think wow that place was huge you go back to your ship and you have to go back later on and you realize that what you thought was huge was about five percent of the planet Yes, it is, and it's like you learn other areas and stuff, and it's like ways of actually getting to those other areas, and it just opens everything up, up even new more. Abilities. It's such a good game. Really, really good, so definitely get yourself on that. Um, and yeah, those, those are my three three games that I'm excited for, at least in the coming months. I'm sure there are others that I'm aware of that I haven't thought about, but because those are on the on the horizon, I am, I am really looking forward to those. And hopefully we yeah, get some I'm... more GTA 6 news throughout the year. Hopefully, I mean, I doubt that's even going to be out in the next couple of years, but I mean, hopefully. I've just got a list up on my phone, so I've got a list of all the games that I want on my phone. I'm, I'm just going to run through them very, very quickly. I'm not going to talk about them. I'm just going to run through them about the games that I want. So, Jedi Survivor, obviously. Dead Island 2, that's coming yep. out, and I can't wait for that. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage, very excited. Of course. Diablo 4, which looks incredible. I'm not usually into Diablo, but it looks yeah, bloody banging. Nobody's <laughs> playing Diablo 3. <laughs> You've seen well, that. People, I have. People will be playing Diablo 4. Era um, 37. <laughs> um, the Atomic Heart, which is sort of a Soviet Bioshock game, which looked incredible. Lies of P, which is a Dark Souls game, well, Bloodborne thing where he plays Pinocchio. Um, Spider Man okay. 2, obviously. Obviously. Uh, the Dead Space remake, very oh, excited yes. for that. Resident Evil 4 remake, very excited for that. Suicide Squad. Yes. Kill the Justice League, very excited. Um, the open world Avatar game, incredibly excited for that, which is made by Ubisoft, so get ready to spend 5,000 hours of your life on that. Uh, a re- redo, a reboot, a soft reboot of Lords of the Fallen. Did you ever play Lords of the Fallen? I probably did. I did. It's old. No, did I you? Did. Oh, my God. I played it for about an hour, and I hated it. You know what? same i played it i played it uh, it was free at one point on ps plus it was, it and i was downloaded it and point. i thought oh this is fun i'm i'm walking around this area and then i got one hit by something and thought nah yes well they've done a soft reboot and it's just called the lords of the fallen it's a very soft reboot and it's basically a complete you said with jedi um, survivor it's a complete overhaul of the combat system it looks more fluid a bit more fast a bit more receptive and it looks looks genuinely looks really really good and then finally it's probably not coming out this year but at the game awards it was revealed that whatever his name is i forgot what he's called but the person who originally made the first three bioshock games his new game is coming out and it's called judas and it's basically bioshock it looks exactly the same as bioshock but with a really cool art style and it's all set on a spaceship that's falling apart well I'm very excited for it, and it's got very all excited. the. It's very excited. It's got all of the like electric firing out your hands and the fire and basically plasmids and everything. But I, they're they're the games that I'm very excited for this year. Obviously, when it gets to June, July, 
and it's like all the games are being announced there's going to be a million more so yeah. that's um how much is that what one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen games that's like 300 quid so great stuff <laughs> amazing great stuff um that's well from month 300 quid for about 600 quid isn't it um it's like what 50 60 quid a game so about you're probably looking about 800 quid if it's 15 games jesus christ 800 900 quid well better get saving up haven't i yeah better do better get saving up anyway that's been the oh my god that's that's been the babblers guild the music's playing and they were the 10 most anticipated games for me five anticipated games for jamie Aaron Taylor Johnson might be the new James Bond. Who knows? He don't still sure wants, gonna be. I still wants to be Dev Patel, but there we go. It don't gonna be him. It don't gonna be him. No, it don't. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see you next week. We love you. We're gonna leave you. Au revoir. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Bye.